So today's daf is daf lamed vavam and aleph. We're going to start from the two dots lamed heyam and beis, five lines from the bottom. The Gemara says gufa, gufa. I'm Rav Yehuda Meshmul. Rav Yehuda said the name Meshmul. V'chinam Rav Yitzchok. I'm Rav Yechonon. Rav Yitzchok said the name Rav Yechonon. Shem and Zayis Mavarchon al Brei Preitz. When it comes to olive oil, you make a bracha Brei Preitz. Now, es the Gemara hechi dami. What's the case where you make a Brei Preitz on olive oil? If you drink the olive oil straight, then then it's a, not considered a meichel, it's not considered a food, so you can't make a bracha on it. Rather, it's a mazik, it damages you. What's How do we know that azuki is damaged? Azuki mazik, it truly damages you. Is it mazik? Is it mazik damaged? Yeah, azuki is, is the verb form. Azuki mazik, it truly damages you. Surely damaged. It's just, yeah, okay. It really just means damages, damages you. I'm just yeah, yeah. putting it into English and saying it truly damages you. Okay. The Tanya, it's bad for you, yeah. It's not healthy. Don't drink How do I know? Because it's a price. The Tanya, truma. No, it says a person who drinks oil of truma, Meshalim is a Karen, he pays for the value of the oil that he drank. But he doesn't pay Chimish. Chimish is a, a fine, a Knast Midaraisa, that you pay when you eat truma. And you're a czar, you're not a kohi. So there you pay, when you drink it, you only pay karen, you don't pay chemish. You see, it's not considered an achila. It's not that you consider you got enough from it. But asach shem and truma, but if you anoint yourself with shem and truma, then you mishamas a karen, mishamas a chemish. You pay both karen and chemish. So we see that eating it is a hezek, it's not considered an achila, and really don't make a baby pass. So it must be then that you must, we're talking about the case where you ate the oil with bread. Yes, the Gemara Yehalchi. If you ate the oil of bread, have you like pass iker? Then the pass the bread is the main thing. Vu tafel and the oil is tafel. The secondary thing, the tanan, and it was taught in the Mishnah. Zaklal. This is the general principle. Kol shu iker. Anytime you eat the main food, v'imot tefila, and with that main food is something which is secondary. Mevarech ele iker. You make a blessing on the main food of plateros at tefila, and you exempt the secondary food. And therefore, since you ate bread here, the bread's the main thing that exempts you of the bracha on the oil, and therefore, obviously, you don't have to make a bray preit on the olive oil. So again, we revert back to our question, what's the case when you make a bray preit on olive oil? Yes? Uh, how does the bray to prove that olive oil is bad? If you, all it says is that you, you pay for certain values of olive oil. You pay for karen, you don't pay chomish. You only pay chomish as a knas deraisa when a czar eats truma. So when he eats truma, then he has to pay chomish. So here, when he drank it, he doesn't pay chomish. That shows you that it's not considered eating in the eyes of the Torah. And therefore, that's how we can derive that it constitutes a hezek, a damages, as opposed to eating it. Yeah. So the Gemara's question was when you make the word pre-ace. So what was it saying by, like, stealing stuff, stealing the oil from the truma or something? The Gemara talked about a case where you drink oil that's truma. Mm -hmm. When you drink oil of truma, usually if you eat truma that belongs to a czar, that's a non-Kohen, he has to pay both the value of the truma that he ate and an additional 20% of the value, or 25%. Here... In this case, you don't have to pay anything when you drank olive oil. Okay. So the Gemara wants to prove from this price that the fact that you don't have to pay chomish means that the fact that you drank the olive oil doesn't constitute like an eating. It's not an eating. Ah, you ingested it. So it must be when you ingest olive oil straight, that's not considered eating. That's called damaging yourself. Chomish is a fourth, not fifth. Right? It's a machlikas amirayim. It's either 20% or 25%. It depends well, if you do, well, say... Yeah. It's a different sh- so yeah, It depends if the chomish is in the gav or the mabar. Is it, is it, is it a, a, a twenty a fifth? Yeah.
How, what's the fifth mean? It's a machlekes. So they says you don't have to pay must mean that you ate it on your bread. No. The, the fact that you don't pay shows you that eating olive oil is not considered a chila. So if you ate it, it's called damaging. That's what it means. You right. damage. That was called damages that were done. It's not ingesting olive oil straight. It's not called eating. Okay. That's all he proved. And then we proved that you don't make a bracha when you eat a tafel. So now we have to know what's the case that when you ate olive oil that you would theoretically make a bracha eats. Says the Gemara that the kashal sida nigrun. Right. Rather, it must be that you drank this oil with a nigrun. Now, what's a nigrun? nigrun So Rabbi Shmuel says a nigrun is water of selak. Now, selak usually is beets, so it means beet soup or borscht. I think you would say, no bulman. But Rashi says my desilka is my shalkman trodden. It's water that you cook trodden. Trodden, I think, usually is spinach. So it's unclear to me what this is. Either it's spinach soup or beet soup. So you put oil in it. And what's ansigrum? There's something different besides a nigrum than something called ansigrum. And that's my dekulashloki. That's any water that any, cooked any vegetable in it. So it says the net when you would put the olive oil in there, then you would make a bread pure eats. Yes, one second. Let's, let's see that. Huh? A nigrun, comma, er, colon, is my desilka, is water of selak. Yeah. And sigrun, colon, maya de kulashalki, any kind of cooked vegetable. So it's like the vegetable cooked water. Correct. Im kain, so if that's when you're making the bracha, when you put it in that water, the olive oil, habile nigrun, ikavashem and tafel. Then we revert back to our issue that the main food is the nigrun, mm-hmm. and the secondary food is the shemen. But it's not we talk in the Mishnah, a klal, zaklal, this is the general principle, kul shu anything with the main principle that you have with it, and with it something secondary, you make a bracha on the main food of plato, then you exempt the secondary food. We don't care so much. So how come, so how come then you have to make a break rate on the olive oil? So it says the Gemara, what's our case? We're talking about a case where a guy has a sore throat and he wants to drink the, the what's it called? The nigrun just as a means of putting olive oil in so that he could heal his sore throat. Netanya, because it was taught in Abraise, a person has a sore throat, he can't directly put olive oil in it. Why not? Because that's like refuah. And to do refuah on Shabbos, something which is clear that you're doing it for refuah on Shabbos is Aser. That's a gzera drabanan of schikos mamonim. Right? Aval, so what do you do then if you want to have olive oil? Aval noisen shema harbel etechanigrun. You put a lot of olive oil into this beet soup, ubeleya, and then you swallow it up. And there you would make a bray eight. And that's our answer. Where would you make a bray priyat on olive oil? If you eat it as a food, how do you do that? You put a ton of it into beet soup as a means of giving yourself a refuah on Shabbos in a way which is not recognizable. One second. Says the Gemara Pshita, this is obvious, why do you need to teach me that? Mahu what would you have thought? Came into the refuah kamechavin, since you're only eating it as an intent to heal you. Don't make any bracha on it whatsoever, since it's medicinal. Therefore it came to teach us that since you're getting benefit from it, Nonetheless, you have to make a bracha. So we see here that even if you're taking something as a medicine, if it tastes good, you're getting enough from it, nonetheless, you have to make a bracha. Yeah. What other does it have in, 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 in
What's the pshita on? What's what, what specifically is the din is pashit? Why do we need a te- why do we need a nice to teach me about the shalus? That you can that what's it called the din of a nigru that you what's it called they believe b'shabbos the chiddush the gemara is that you still need a bracha even though you're taking it for medicinal purposes not for anal purposes what's yeah the actual translation of yar on it pour it like irui wait it's 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 pashit that you can do this on shabbos it's pashit that you can do this on shabbos correct now my dear friends. We're going to start sugyas now. The sugyas are going to talk about lots of different types of foods. And some of the foods we'll see, depending on the Gemaras, the same exact food is going to be referred to with different words. Why did the Gemara do this? I don't know. But it's clear from Rashi, from the other Rishonim, from the Gemara itself, that that's what the Gemara is doing. So there were going to be some translations where the exact same word, the exact same item, will be referred to in the same, in different ways. So, trust me, yeah? I'm aware of this, the Gemara is aware of it, Rashi is aware of it, and it's going to be Gishmak. So it says the Holy Gemara, yeah? We have flour that's made out of wheat. Rav Yehuda says you make a Bre'i on it since it's flat, well, it's wheat, wheat grows from the ground. Rav Nachman says you make shakal. I'm the Rav of the Rav Nachman. So Rav said to Rav Nachman, "I typically let the Rav Yehuda, the Rav Yehuda, the Shmuel, Kaimi Kavasei. Don't argue with that which Rav Yehuda said, because Rav Yehuda and Shmuel hold like Rav Yehuda that you should make a brei priyadama. How do we know? The name of Rav Yehuda and Shmuel, because Rav Yehuda said the name of Shmuel, the name of Rav Yitzchak came Rav Yehuda, and so too Rav Yitzchak said in the name of Rav Yehuda, Shem and Zayis mevarchan on the brei priyates. When it comes to Shem and Zayis, olive oil, you make a bracha brei priyates." So what do we see from there? Alma, we could derive, even though it changed, there was a chinu in it, was an olive at first, and now it became oil. Still, so too, it remains its state. So hachanami, so too, when it comes to the wheat, even though it went through a change, it became, instead of being kernels of wheat, it became flour, nonetheless, they kept its bracha, so from here we see that Rav Nachman disagreed, and Rav Nachman Svar was it, since it was nishtana, so that's why it goes down, it changes its bracha from a brepi adama to a shahakal. It's a clarification. You're eating pure wheat, yeah? Correct, correct. You're eating flour. And that's not the same thing as the shaman case. Something totally different. I'm saying the shaman case is the eating. They're eating totally not, flour. Eating that's flour. edible, that's more edible than olive oil. Sounds, sounds like okay. it, correct. So yes, the gemoro, mi dummy. Why is it comparable? Hustle, when it comes to olive oil, les luya there's no way to make the olive oil any better, and therefore it retains its status as a bray priya eats. But hocho, when it comes to wheat, flour, you can make it even better once you've made it into flour, vipas, by making it into a bread. And therefore, since you can make it better, it should lose its bracha. It's still in a, it's a, in a lesser version of, its, of, its, of existence. In the lesser version of existence, it should lose the higher quality bracha. Just because it has an elevated way, different way of being served, so you can't make a bracha on a brei priyadama, rather you make a shahakal. Rav Zira said in the name of Masna, Amar Shmuel, said in the name of Shmuel, shahakal, I'm sorry, I skipped in the line, a krochaya on a gourd that's raw, the kimcha de or bar, uh, 
flour of barley, a gourd, a gourd, a raw gourd, a gourd. Like Gourd English. Like a, it's like it's like pumpkins that are like shaped like a squash. A squash. Gourd is English, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which word is which? A crow, a gourd, chia, raw. The kimcha, flour, the sauri, barley. Mevalchin and alayhu. You make a bracha on both of them. Shahakol niyabidvaro. A shahakol. So it says the Gemara. If that's true, that they need a brisa to teach me, a statement to teach me that kimcha de saori, barley flour, you make a shahakol, my love dechiti can we infer from there that maybe wheat flour is a brei priyadama? Says the Gemara, no. Lo, dechiti nami shahakol niyadavaro. Really, when it comes to wheat flour, it's also shahakol. Aye. Yes, the Gemara then. Then teach me the din of wheat flour that you make a shahakol because wheat flour is more edible than barley flour and nonetheless I'll infer and then obviously I'll be able to infer from wheat flour that I make a shahakol on the barley flour says the Gemara Yishmuina Dechiti if it taught me wheat flour have amina hanimili Dechiti that he would only make a shahakol on wheat flour I would say but on barley flour I would think you don't make a bracha on it at all, no bracha. Therefore, kamash malon that on barley flour I actually make a shahakol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is it, why wouldn't you make a bracha on wheat? Wheat. Why would you make a bracha on the no wheat flour? Just wheat flour. I make a shahakol. It's less edible than bar- wheat flour. So if I make a shahakol, if I need, I have a saying I make a on wheat flour. Okay. Everything that's specific to wheat flour, but barley flour, since it's less edible, I would make a bracha at all. Kamash malon. I make a bracha shakal on both. What's the what's the my love the logic behind the my love the chiti Because that? if we have a memra saying that barley flour shahakal, that's telling me something that that's telling me that that dafka barley flour shahakal because barley flour is less edible. So even though barley comes from the ground, since barley flour is less edible, you make a shahakal. But anything else, even if you changed it, it would still retain its state. So wheat flour is more edible, and therefore it would be a bray But here it says this. The Gemara oh, flipped, okay, fine, fine. right? Yeah, yeah. Now, yes, the Gemara, why would I think I don't make a bracha at all on barley flour? Is it any worse than melech? Melech is salt. Azamis is a machlekes in the Rishinim. It's either salt water or it's like, you know, when you cook something like a soup in the pot and on the side of the pot, there's like that stuff that sticks to the sides. You know what I'm talking about? Bring soup cup. The soup gunk on the sides after the water burns out a little bit. Zamis, zamit, yeah. That's so one like of the tar. two. Tar the it's not tar at all. Tar is something totally different. Same. It's a weird tar. It's not. Where's garbage? Zephas. Yeah. We can just use salt it's water. It's a cognitive. Uh, shh, shh. Uh, salt water. We'll use salt water. Yeah. The Tanana was taught in the Mishnah la melech vala zamis when it comes to salt and salt water. I make shakol. So how come then I wouldn't think that I make a bracha at all on, on, on barley flour? So the Gemara Itzrich, no, we still need to teach it. Why? Salkatai techamina, I might think melech vizalmis, when it comes to salt and salt water, of it in ish de pume, it's a normal thing for people to put in their mouth. Avakimcha de salori, but when it comes to barley flour, hoil ve kasha de kukioni, since it can cause you to get worms in your intestines, kasha, it's difficult, the kukioni, to intestinal worms. Kasha, it's difficult, the kukioni, to intestinal worms. You wouldn't make any bracha on it whatsoever. Kamash Malon therefore came to teach us, they came into Ethel Nomine. Since you have benefit from it, 
Nonetheless, you have to make a bracha. So why can't we learn out from this the case of the Shem? Not sure you're asking. You ask me afterwards. Not sure you ask me afterwards, yeah? Okay. It doesn't sound like a chat Clarifications, yeah? If you have a swallows, afterwards. Kure, yeah? Kure. 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 So what's Kure? Kure is something called hearts of palm. Yeah, you know what hearts of palm are? You serve them in salads, little white things. Yeah, Do so Kura. They had hearts of palm before. They make them in Buenos Aires. There's a big. Uh, Close to the tree. Yeah. We talked about this earlier. Rabbi Huda Omar, Rabbi Huda says, 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 Rabbi Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi says, Rabbi Huda 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 says, Rabbi says, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda since at the end of the day it's going to become hard, it's going to become part of the tree, so it's not a fruit, and therefore you make a shahakal. I'm only Shmuel of Yehuda. Shmuel said to Yehuda, the smart guy, it's, it's logical like you, right? Shmuel's talking to Yehuda, it's about Plukta. Why? Because when it comes to a radish, at the end of the day, if you left it on the plant, it would become hard. It's known as a radish. Nonetheless, when you take it when it's soft, you still make a bread when it's soft, so you see that something that's going to become hard, but nonetheless, you eat it when it's soft, you make a bracha, a bread But says the Gemara, it's known as a radish here. It's a Gemara Vilayi, but it's not true. It's known that inish in the adai to the pugla. When it comes to it's known, people plant it with the intent of eating the pugla, the little bubble guy, the circular guy, the fruit. Yeah, the dikla, a tree, a palm tree, though not an inch, died to the kura. People don't eat the plant the tree intending to eat the 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 heart of the palm, whatever it is, the uh, the branch, the the tr- the stump, the trunk, Wait, the trunk of the tree. Pogla is the hard part of the radish. The pogla is the the radish bubble, the radish circle. Yeah. The radish. Well, I don't know yeah. We call hechid inish inish is that true? You're setting up a precedent where any time you don't have an intent when you plant it, you don't make a bracha on it. Is that really true? Harit slaf, slaf for our purpose, we're going to call it a caper tree. Harit slaf, a caper tree. The people plant the caper tree with intent of the pircha. The pircha is the fruit, according to Rashi. And it was taught, Natspa is the same exact word as slaf, but it is change the word on us. I mean, in Natspa, on all different types of caper bushes, on the leaves, on the tomorrows, on the young fronds. Look this up, I don't know what how to say it. A frond, yeah? I think a young frond is a, a branch, a young branch. Tomorrows. You say on the berries, or the on the buds. Yeah? So here, even though you only are intent for the fruit or the uh, the Venus and the Kafrisin, nonetheless, you make a Brepia Dhamma on the Al and the Tamaras. So we see you don't have to have intent for it. And Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok, so Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok said no. It's not when it comes to a caper bush, not to initiate the Deshusa. People plant it with intent to eat parts of the tree also, parts of the bush also. Yeah, to eat the Olim, to eat the Tamaras. But Dikla, when it comes to a, a palm tree, not to initiate the Kura, people don't have in mind. The hearts of palm when they plant it, and even though before Shmuel praised Rabbi Yehuda and he called him a shinina, that he was so sharp and wise, 
Nonetheless, Hilchos Kavasei de Shmuel. The Hilchos like Shmuel, you make a shahakal on hearts of palm. Nowadays, there's a big discussion. Things are different, etc. Not for now, but I'm also my simik shakal. Shusa yeah? and how could you, how could you, I don't know. Yeah. Other about the plant, but don't plant it for the tenth of the start, I just want to eat it. Just by acting, eating the hard problem, show that they intend to eat it. That they, that's exposed to actal. Right. When they originally planted it, they weren't planning to do that. They had, wanted to eat apes. They wanted to do whatever they did. They didn't and want they want the... Hearts, and they want the food. He's saying, you're arguing with the Metzias. He told you, he's telling you not like that. You're saying, it's, it's, it's wrong. I'm saying, I don't know how to do that. I found that very Did you ever do something that you weren't planning to do from the onset? Absolutely. That's different than after planting something. I don't know. I would assume it's a rule with a lesser common, maybe. I don't know. Shusa and Klisa. Shusa is the, the, the parts of the branches. Kalsa is to praise. I'm Rabbi Huda Amirav. Rabbi Huda Amirav said, now that we started talking about this slaf plant, we're going to start talking about different halachas that are like orla and mesa, etc. Klaim will get a little bit into... But uh, it's really just coming off the tzlaf plant. It's not really anything to do with us regarding the water brachos. Why specifically the tzlaf? Because that's what we just you were just talking about. Mystery. I'm Rabbi Yudam Rav. said, Tzlaf shel orla, if you have a tzlaf within the first three years, you have planting it, b'chutz la'aretz. Outside of Israel, zorikas avyenus, you throw out the berries, v'ichles akafrisen, but you can eat the buds. Now, this is interesting, right? So, in first the Gemara, the Mimra, that means to say, Devyun is Piri. Only the berries are fruits. The Kafris and the Piri, but the buds are not Piri. But meanwhile, that's a contradiction. Anything regarding to the, all the different species of the caper bush. When it comes to the leaves, when it comes to the young fronds. You say, When it comes to the berries and the buds. You make a break for eight, even on the kafrisin, even on the buds. So it seems like a contradiction. Will the real fruit stand up? Is it a, is a bud or is it just a, an evian? Why can't fruit yeah? Because if it was if it was orla, any orla is a dinner fruit. So he only threw out the berries because it was fruit. He threw out the venus, he didn't throw out the kafrisin. So why can't you? Who don't? Absolutely not. Bananas are prepared. There's a different rules. An apple. What? I'm missing something. We're the din of Orla. If Orla is in fruit, so the only thing you're throwing out is a Venus. So that implies that the Kafrisin are not a fruit. And yet, nonetheless, nonetheless, you're saying a break for eats on the kafrisin. It's a, it's yeah, a contradiction. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I'm, I'm just not. I'm just questioning the assumption that because it's because it's not, it's not a fruit. Just it's a break for eats. But you know, but there's no might. There's no orla on it then. Yeah, yeah. Who the Amr Kibbe Kibbe? He says like Kibbe Kibbe. The time it was taught in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yezer Imet Tznaf Mesaser. When it comes to Tznaf, the caper bush. You take Meiser from the Tmoros, Vevyenis, Vekafrisen, on all of them, on the young fronds, on the berries, and the buds. Rabbi Kiva Kiva says, In the Meisaser, Levyenis, Bilvod. You only take Meiser on the berries, Mimneshu Pri, because that's the only thing that's a, fr- a Pri. And therefore, 
according to the that what? Who was this? The Rabbi Huda Merav that you just eat the you throw out the venus and eat everything else is like Rabbi Kiva. So I asked the Gemara of Anima Allah Rabbi Kiva. So how can we have to go through the whole thing? You throw out the venus, you keep the kafris, and what to say that Allah is like Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Yamar Halach Rabbi Kiva. If we said Halach is like Rabbi Kiva, have a mina. I would have thought Afilu Ba'aretz that the Halach is like Rabbi Kiva even in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, Kamash Malan. Therefore, told me the din is Dafka in Chutz Aretz. Why? Because Kol Hamikol Ba'aretz. Because if we have a Machlekes Tanayim about a din which is in Mitzvah Atzulias Ba'aretz, if we have a Machlekes Tanayim, and then. Then the, whatever the lenient opinion is, halacha kamesa b'chutz la'aretz. And there's a rabbinic halacha to keep like that in chutz la'aretz. So even though there's no mitzvah tliyas pa'aretz midaraisa in chutz la'aretz, right? Tliyas pa'aretz, nonetheless, midarabanan was stringent to follow the lenient opinion even in chutz la'aretz. Why? Why? Have a but on Eretz Yisrael, then the halacha is not like a bikiva. What? Why are the alim in the first list, but not in the things we do mass? I don't know what you just said. We have like a list of things, right? Yeah. Uh, things you make a... Just, yeah, I just didn't hear you. Yeah. Then Alim is not on the master list, right? Because it's on the... Correct, because the leaves. Why, why didn't they include them in the Maisa? Don't know. Do we not do Maisa leaves? Don't know. If they're food, I assume you would. Then maybe why do we have to go so again? So don't say the whole piece. Just say the halach is like a bikiv in the chutzlaretz. They call them mikabaretz halach kameisa in the because anyone is lenient in, in Eretz Yisrael, the halachas like him in Chutz Haaretz. So says the Gemara, Yomar Halchi, if we said that the halachas like him in Kiva B'Chutz Haaretz, Havimini Hanimili Gabi Maiser Elon, I would think that's only regarding Maiser Elon. Why? The Ba'aretz Kuf Midrabanan, because the whole din of Maiser and fruits is only Midrabanan even in Eretz Yisrael. Havagabi Orla, but regarding Orla, the Ba'aretz Midraisa, which in Eretz Yisrael is a halach Midraisa, then I would think that you have to be stringent, even not like Rabbi Kiva in Chutz Haaretz. Therefore, Kamash and therefore told us the Maisa regarding the din of Orla. Now we answered it. Now, now that we answered up the din, why the Gemara had to say this whole Maisa over, now we have a new case. Ravina Shkocha the Marbar Ravashi. Ravina found Marbar Ravashi the Chazorik of Yenis that was throwing out the berries Kafrisen. He was eating the Kafrisen. In Chutz La'aretz. So it sounds like he was following like a Bikiva because it was in Chutz La'aretz. And call him Eikel Ba'aretz. What? How do you know it's Ba'aretz? It's not. They were in Merillium. They were in Bobo. Oh, you're saying that. Wasn't he called Meikel Ba'aretz? I don't know how that rule works. Anyone who's lenient to be a Machlikas Tanayim about the Halacha, which is the Halacha is about agricultural laws in Eretz Yisrael, the lenient opinion in that Halacha, we were Makbid to follow in Chutz La'aretz. The same opinion or the same guy? The lenient opinion on whatever din is being discussed. Right. Oh, okay. Fine. Amalei, so he says, once he saw him throwing out the kafrisen, he said, My daitcha, what, what are you thinking? Kerebi Akiva, Demekel? They're going like Rebbe Kiva because he's more lenient? So why don't you find like Beishamai, Demekel Yitvei? They're even more lenient. Why? Titanana was taught in the Mishnah, Tzlaf, when it, regarding caper bushes, Bishamay Limrim Klaim Bekerim. Bishamay holds that they're Klaim Bekerim, meaning to say that they're a type of vegetable, they're not even a fruit. Well, Bishil Limrim in Klaim Bekerim. Bishil says they're not Klaim Bekerim because he holds their pre. Neilu Beilu Maidim, but both Bishil and Bishamay agree, Shechayev Barla. You have to take Arla. Now, yes, the Gemara Hakufa Kasha, that's a contradiction. 
Amrasnaf, you said when it comes to caper bushes, be shamanim claim of karim, that you can make claim out of caper bushes, alma minyeraku, it has to be a vegetable, it can't be a fruit. But then you went and told me that both that they are obligated to separate it from Orla. You can't just also for the first three years like a fruit. So it must be a tree. So that's a contradiction. So says the Gemara, don't ask problems, don't, uh, very good, it's contradictory. You're right, it is contradictory. Why? And they went, the stringents both ways. And they said, Regarding what? Regarding claim that it's a vegetable, and therefore you can make claim be kerem there. Regarding orla, that it's a fruit, and then you can make yachayv da mafresh orla. Mikol malkam the bishamay have the suffolk orla. But nonetheless, according to bishamay, what comes out? The din is that caper bushes are suffolk orla. Now, what's the din of suffolk orla? B'tnan, and it was taught suffolk orla by Eretz Yisrael. When it comes to suffolk orla in Israel, also. You have to be machmer, savik teraisa. Ube Surya, but when it comes into Surya, which is Aram Seva, that was Kibbish Yachid, the Vdavid Amelech, the Mutter, Ube Chutzla Aretz, Kibbish Yachid. Kibbish Yachid is a different dinim in Mrs. Lee's Baaretz. It's a little beyond our scope right now. Surya. Yes. Yeah, I would assume that's Syria. And Surya, what? Chutzla Aretz. Aram Tseva, correct, Aram Tseva, Syria, yeah, Aram Tseva, what was there, Mashadi, Mashadis, something like that, yeah, it's something called Kibosh Yachid, it's beyond the scope right now, it's complicated, for the Nikodushin, and you can go down into the field and pick it, as long as what? As a chaver doesn't see you picking, so because of chaver is going to be makbed. But we see clearly that you can go ahead and take safik orla and chutz So how come we don't even eat the evyanus? If we call the lacha, is like the mekel, right? Opinion, the mekel opinion here is you can eat the berries because it's safik orla. So how come you throwing away the kafrisin? So says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva, b'malkam Rabbi Eliezer, avdin and kavasei. If it's a machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Eliezer, then we can do like Rabbi Akiva. But is tantamount like not existing, and therefore it's not an opinion you could rely on. Wait, so until now we just proved that Beishel was more than We proved that Beishel was more the most lenient opinion, but the Gemara said we don't do like him because, in as much as he was arguing Beishel, it doesn't consider like a Tanaic opinion to rely on. And therefore, the most lenient opinion to Bikiva, and that's why they're throwing out the Kafr, the, the Viennus, but keeping the kafrisim. Correct. So until that line, it was just proving that Bishama was going to be. Correct. The tape of Leiden Asher the Pri. So very good. You could say that that what that when it comes to Rabbi Kiva, that said that regarding Meiser, the kafrisim aren't aren't. Uh, fruit, but maybe they consider it a fruit because they're considered a shomer the pre. They, they guard it. The kafris are not guarding, they're protecting it somehow. And the Torah says, right? That you should have orla with its fruit. So I say, 
So S is coming to include as a tofel apirio, even something which is secondary to the fruit. What's secondary to the fruit? The pre, the the external, the shell. It's not really a shell, an edible shell. Not to say that in English, an edible shell. So Amir Rava says Rava as follows. So that's our question. The question is, how can you eat the kafrisin? That should be a din like the fruit itself, and it should have the din or like the fruit itself. When do we say something becomes a shum with a pre? A protection. That's when it exists, whether the fruit is disconnected from the tree itself or whether it's still connected. But when it's still connected, then you have the shum with a pre. But when it comes to caper bushes, once you separate it, then let's say it falls out because once you separate it from it, once it starts to ripen, it's going to fall away. Don't know. Are you separating what from what? The shomel tree from the tree? No, when you separate the fruit from the bush. Okay. So now we're going to challenge this statement. This din, whether it's true. I assume when it's still there, then it, it even still, because it's not going to stay there, it doesn't have it in oil. Even when you take it off, when it didn't fall off right away, it's fine. It still doesn't have it in oil. Isve, they challenged the Baye. Abaye challenged. Moses challenged. We know that a pomegranate has something like a crown on the top of it, right? Those triangles that pop up off the top, right? Ah, that you know what I'm talking about, right? Of course. The crown. Yeah. So the mitzvah refes, they're considered part of the fruit. That's considered part of the fruit that have the din arla. But the stem of it, it doesn't count as part of the fruit. Now the Gemara implies as follows. Since you told me that the nate, the stem, doesn't isn't considered part of the fruit in order to be susceptible to tuma, right? To have So therefore, it must be that it's not considered a food that stem. And it's taught regarding and that's so like this before that, but before the vitanya and the nates of the rimon, the gemara is assuming is comparable to the kafrisin of the tzaf, and so if it's not part of the fruit. That's Kvaldik, it's a beautiful raya. But Tanigabi Orla, you know, it's taught regarding Orla, Klipe Rimain, right? When it comes to the the shell of the Rimain, the Nate Shell and its stem, Klipe Agazim, and the shells of nuts, Vagarinin, and the what's it called, and the seeds, Chayavan Orla. The Chayavan Orla, so you see here that the Nates, even though it's not an Eichel regarding Tumas Eichlin, nonetheless regarding Orla, it's still an Orla. So, so too, when it comes to Kafris, and even if it's not the main berry, Nonetheless, it's comparable to a nates, which should be chayven orla. So how could you eat? And so again, we're right back to our question: How could you be eating those kafrisin? When do we say something becomes a garden for the pre for the fruit? That's only there when it fully ripens. Hakafris, but when it comes to a caper, it doesn't have its kafrisin. It doesn't have that piece of it, the buds. When it finishes ripens, finish ripening, and therefore it's not a shom in the pre. Yes, the Gemara is that true? It has to be there when it fully ripens. Bamar of Nachman, of Nachman said, "Amar Rabba Baravua." In the name of Rabba Baravua, Hani Maschli the Orla, those beginning beginning growths, right of Orla, a siri. They're also holy v'nasa shom in the pre, right, and because they become a guard for the for the fruit, v'shem of the piri imas hava, and when they become a guard to the fruit, b'kufra, even when they're young. And nonetheless, we're called the Shem of the Pri. So we see that something can be defined as a Shem of the Pri even in the developmental stages. 
not just when they are finished. So, therefore, how come you're eating the kafrisen? They should be orla. Smadar is an, a small grape. A small grape, yeah, that's going to stay small forever. It's never going to get fully developed. Yeah, they are Asr for Orla because they're pre. But the Rabban disagree, they hold that they're, they're what's it called? That they're not a pre. So that's in regards to a grape. For that, right. That's in regards to a grape. Yeah. And since it became a smother, so it's us and Orla, and the Rabbanah disagree, that it's not true, it's not Orla. So now, we want to know what's the din now when it comes to other vet fruits. When it comes to grapes, it's a machlekes. Rabbi and the Rabbanan. So Allah is obviously like the Rabbanan. What's the din by Sharperi, by other fruits? So I'm asking for the Rabbi Shimi when it comes to other fruits, the Rabbanan disagree. Vatanana was taught in the Mishnah, For when do we stop cutting trees in the seventh year, in the Shemitah year? Beishamai says, All the trees we stop cutting from once they sprouted, once they budded, they took out any fruit that came out from them. But Basil disagrees, they say, caribs. So once they start getting like a, like a, a necklace, like you start seeing rows of carob seeds in the, in the fruit itself, when it comes to grapes, grow. once they get, start getting seeds inside the grapes, and olives, is they start crowning. Yeah, they get... Uh, Olives apparently get some kind of thing around where they grow, some kind of crown around where they grow on the tree. Yeshua is where they get the seeds develop. So it's the same as Mishiach. Yeah, correct. It's just saying something specific for each type here. Well, the Sharkalilonis, but all of the trees, Mishiach, see when they come out. So once that's true, then what? We see from here. Why is it? Huh? What's the difference between? So we see here from what? That we see when it comes to Gefanim, as long as you have seeds, that's considered a fruit. It doesn't matter how big they are, right? So says the Gemara, no, it's different. It says, So there's two different things. That's something called Beser. Beser is Garua. It's a low-quality grape that's never going to be good. And it's like a, a white bean. Yes, the Gemara, Pula Lovan, like grapes, a white bean, what's that even mean? <laughs> Rather, it stays small, like the size of a small bean, a white bean. Therefore, if it stays too small, that becomes a white bean, and then it's never developed, and therefore that's not going to be Orla. But regarding Smadar, which are, they become ripe, they're just not, they're just not, I guess they're, what's it called? They're like, don't come to the same development as other ones. Not as small, so then, that's a machlikas in Rabbi Yisri and the Rabbanan, whether or not they have order or not. So man shmeitz they da'amar b'yisr in smadarlai. So who says that when it comes to, that what, that when it comes to grapes of b'yisr, that's like a pre, but smadar's not like a pre, that's the Rabbanan. That's the Rabbanu Mikhtani Kashalinon, it's Mishiat Siyu. And nonetheless, it says, 
when it comes to other fruits, anytime they come out. So if it's any other fruits when they come out, then what? That means that anytime something comes out, that's a fruit. So therefore, our kafrisin should also be considered a fruit. So take four, right? So what's when I go back? It doesn't mean that it has to be developed. It doesn't mean that but when it comes out, it means when something becomes a shem of the pri, Whenever you take off the shemer, what's protecting it, then the fruit dies. But hacha here, kishaklasle, when you take off the shemer, the mice, pira, the fruit doesn't die, then then that's considered uh, not a shemer the pri. So now that just depends on the, on the Metziah. So we have to check if you take off the Kafrisen, will the Venus live or not? So Havi Uvda, there was an incident with Shaklu, the Nates to Remaina. They took the Nates, the stem of the Remain, Vyavesh Remaina, right? And the tree, and the, what's it called? And the Remo dried out and it died. With Shaklu, the Parcha de Betisa. And then they went and took the flower the, of the Betisa, Betisa, the Venus. The Kaimbitisa, and nonetheless, huh? The Vionas. The Vionas are the berries. Right? And they still lived, and therefore it's not a Shoma the Pri. Therefore, we see it's not a Shoma the Pri. Parcha. Parcha means fruit before, now it means flower. Correct. Correct. The Parcha de Bitusa is the Kafrisin of the Vionas. The Kaimbitisa, and the Vionas still lived, therefore, we see that what? We see that. Kafrisin are not a shem of the pri, and that's why he was eating them because there's no din orla, not me din shem of the pri, and because he are mekel like bevikiva the chutzaretz. Yeah, so that's kishmak. Yeah, a few more lines here. We have a little bit of time. Pupili, pupili are peppers. Yeah. So what's the din of peppers? The brackets we don't do. Yeah. The so the parentheses. So the brackets here, but parentheses we skip. Pupili. Rav Sheishes Amar Shahakol. Rav says you make a shahakol on peppers. Rava Amar Leiklum. Rava says don't make anything. Vaozda Rava Leteimei. And Rava is going the Shitasei. Dama Rava, because Rava says, Kas Pupli Biyamitikipuri. If you chew on peppers on Yom Kippur, your potter, then you're exempt. It's considered like you ate something. It doesn't mean peppers, guys. Like your peppers, the, you know, the red peppers you put in your salad. I assume these are very spicy peppers. Yeah? Or not chew on Yom Kippur. Were you lunch for the deal? No, you weren't. No. Two boys had like really hot peppers in their own. Yeah, Bidyuk. So, if you chew ginger root on Yom Kippur, potter. You're also exempt. That was all statements from Rava. Which word is the ginger? Zangbila. Zangbila, in the, I think even in modern Hebrew they call it Zangbila is ginger root. What is the name of the So, we're proving from here that you make a shahako. I mean, you may prove here like Rava makes a low club because it's not considered an achila. Doesn't consider the chila. That's why you're potter. If you eat on Yom Kippur, you're potter. So it's not considered the chila, and therefore you don't make a bracha on it. Still got like some like sort of nana. I guess maybe eating that. Yes, some like digesting it, even though it's really spicy. You're asking a shaylin hilchos Yom Kippur? No, I'm saying like like for for Rabbah, right? Even though you're not, even though it's like it's like a pepper. It's like a pepper where it's spicy. You're still getting some benefit from from eating it. I, the, whatever benefits, not to the degree that you're. Because I'm obligated to give you a bracha for it. But isn't the reason he's potter because he's chewing and not eating? Why, why, is, it, why is it about the, the, pil, the pupil? I assume it was more about the, the cuss. People don't eat peppers, maybe. Right? No, but 
I don't know what to tell you. I don't think that's why he's potter. I think it's achila shalakadarko because it's not the food. It's not a normal thing to eat plain. That's achila shalakadarko. What's kasmin? Is achila shalakadarko because people don't usually eat this. People don't eat it. It would warrant a bracha. Meisvei hayir meir leimer. The mayor said, Since it said that you should surely take orla from its fruit, any day she eats don't I know that it's a fruit, it's a tree of food? So why does the Torah have to say that it's an eitz meichel, a tree fruit? It's talking about a type of tree that the flavor of the tree and the flavor of its fruit are the same. And therefore, we see there's a din orla on a certain type of tree that the fruit and the tree share the same flavor. Vezu Vezu, what tree is that? Zo pilpulin. These are peppers. to teach you. Shall pilpulin chayavin ba'orla. It's coming to teach you, first of all, that peppers are chayavin orla. Parenthetically, that would make them break shell eights. Lamdecha, she'ein sell It's also coming to tell you that the land of Israel is not lacking anything. Shneman, like it says in the Pasuk. That a land which you won't eat bread stingily in. It's not lacking anything. And therefore we see that you make a very pre on peppers. It says the Gemara Lekasha. It's not difficult. When they're fresh, then you make a very pre And that's not like the case of Rava. When they're dry, that's what Rava was talking about. We don't make a bracha, and that's when you're on Yom Kippur. Amri la rabban and the Maraymar. The sage said to Maraymar, "Kasa zingbala b'yemdik b'porim potter." If you chew on ginger root on Yom Kippur, you're potter. Hi, b'hamer Rava. Hi, hamlasa da'asi mebeihundoi. Rava said, "This ginger root, the hamlasa, the ginger root, da'asi mebeihundoi, that came from India, Sharia, it's permissible to eat." Amavarchen ala breipriyadama, and you make a breipriyadama. So how could you say a potter on Yom Kippur? You make a breipriyadama. Says the Gemara, Lakash, it's not a stira, habir tifta. Here, when it's wet, it's fresh. Then you make a brepri adama, habiyavishta. Here's when it's looking when it's dry, that's when your pata and kippur, you don't make a bracha on it. Chavitz kadeira, chavitz kadeira is a, tiny, a type of food that you make from, from like an oatmeal or a porridge. Vachin daisa is also an oatmeal or a porridge. Rav Yehuda Amr Shahakal Niyabidvari, if you use it, says you make shahakal on it. Rav Kahana Amr Barebi Meim Zainis. Rav Kahana says you make a mazainis on it. So Badaisa Greda, if we're only talking about there was only the kernels of wheat in it that were crushed up and made into a food, then Kuli Almaloi Pligi de Brebi Memezenis. Everyone agrees to make a Mezenis on it. Ki Pligi Badaisa Kein Chavitz Kadera. Here we're talking about a case where we have a Daisa which is turned into a Chavitz Kadera. Chavitz Kadera was made with Mezenis and they added milk in it and they added oil and, and, and uh, honey. So now we have a Shaila, what's the Ikar? So Yehuda Amar Shahakal. Rabbi Yehuda says you make a shahakal. Why? Because Savadusha Ikri held that the honey was the main ingredient. You make a shahakal on honey. Rabbi Kahana Amar Brehme Menezenus. But Rabbi Kahana disagreed. He says you make a Brehme Menezenus. Why? Because Savadusha Smida Ikri held that the wheat was the Ikr. The flour. Smida is flour. The flour is the Ikr. Amar Rabbi Yehuda said it. Going like of Kahana is logical. Why? To Rav Shmuel, to Amr Tavayu, Rav Shmuel said a famous statement. The statement is going to come up quite a few times. That kol sheyesh b'mechamishas minim, meaning anything that has within it the five grains. You make a bracha b'reimim mizenes, and therefore the halachas like kahana and the chavitz kadeira, you make mizenes even though there's other ingredients in it.